Welcome to Millennial Z and Boomer X. I'm Boomer X. And I am Millennial Z. We are talking today about... Uh, when did you know it was going to end? Yes. When did you know it was over? Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah. I caught Millennial Z by surprise. I just stopped in midstream. <laughs> <laughs> Waited for him to jump in. So it was a dead space. I apologize. I'll make sure he's paying attention. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, that is what we're talking about. We've talked about breakups in the past and you know, when do you think you should do it? But there comes a point in time where everybody's had relationships, uh, especially of the romantic type, but even friendships, working relationships, uh, contractual, whatever, that you just knew, nope, I can't do this anymore. Something happened, an event occurred, some activity or lack of activity, and you knew, you know what? I'm done. I know we're done. It's just, how do I go about extricating myself? Sometimes you just might walk off and that's it. Never talk to them again. Yeah. Uh, the, the ultimate ghost. We've all done it a time or two. If you're an adult, even <laughs> though you probably, that's not the mature thing to do, but sometimes that's really the only thing you can do depending on the circumstances. And it might be the best thing to do, but most of the time it's not. Mm. Uh, so how about for you? When, when, uh, what example do you have of me ghosting or just ending? No, a, and you knew it was over. Like, what happened? Yeah, you knew oh. it was over. Um, well, I'll go, I'll go to friendships first. And one was, uh, God, we don't have to use names because, you know, there's yeah, no yeah. point. It's just, no, we're not going to do all that. Yeah. But, uh, coworker I knew, he was a really cool guy. I hung out with him a couple times and found out he started, he, he was doing cocaine and i was like oh okay and just uh after that did not talk to him anymore don't need somebody doing cocaine around me it's obviously yeah. somebody's got was there like other issues. things that were indicating that the, the guy might be a problem and that was like all right then i know this guy's we went out uh with me and my girlfriend went out with them one time and he was just super amped now i know why and right. <laughs> just hitting on the waitress and stuff and i'm like and he and he got her number because he's nice he's a good looking dude and he's in shape and he was very forward with her and i'm like okay i guess that's super weird to do when with when you're just going out with friends though to hit on girls but he's also single at the time maybe yeah. he caught her depends fancy on, depends on the girl you know? too you might just not can't help it you know sometimes right but, but and, I get and she was a cute girl but I, just not my style also so i was like mm -hmm. yeah it's a little weird but whatever and you know girlfriend of time didn't seem to care about it either so i was like maybe it's just me kind of weird weirded out about it you know but right later on i was like okay yeah when he was like yeah i started getting and he started telling me stories and stuff I'm like, oh yeah yeah you're not somebody to be hanging out with so you're gonna try yeah. to get me to do things with you and i don't want to do those things yeah yeah not to mention anybody who ends up being a junkie if it's a cokehead or whatever it is mm -hmm. are ultimately untrustworthy They're yeah gonna, of course yeah and and not just for your safety but finances safety and just in general, because they're they're always going to be looking for and trying to obtain and take mm. more of the drug, whatever it is, and it gets worse and worse and worse. Yeah. Unless they shake it, very few people can do it under real control and regulation as a recreational type activity. Some can, I'll give them that, and the ones who can, they don't ever tell you about it. You know, unless mm -hmm. y'all happen to be talking, you know them a very long time and they finally feel they can trust you. Like, dude, I've been doing cocaine for 12 years. I just do it under certain things, if, you know, and you're like, really? I'm like, you hide it well. That wouldn't bother me. But right. 
from what you described, he just sounds like a coke kid getting ready to go out of control. Essentially, it was the amount the amount of he could afford was where the limit. That was the were. line, huh? Whatever he could pay yeah. for. Yeah, that's that's a classic junkie in the making. That's uh, yeah. He started telling me like you put down four to eight grand in only a month of of doing coke, and I'm like, yeah, yeah man, can't be that's, doing that stuff. That's after taxes. Yeah, that's somebody who that's somebody who can't be trusted. So if he spent eight grand on powdered cocaine then he had to earn 12 grand to pay taxes on it right unless he was doing illegal stuff so, that's the yeah. question yeah what was else was he doing right. i'm not getting paid eight grand a month i tell you that i wish i was You're definitely not getting paid 12 <laughs> huh yeah uh 12 so, gross eight grand you know net well, pretty good so probably doing especially in the gulf south yeah yeah that is interesting uh, that's my, a more severe one <laughs> no i don't know it's not that severe i think it's a good head on your shoulders and people get emotionally attached to people oh he's all right he just likes coke and coke ain't bad <laughs> people rationalize all kind of stuff i would have done the same thing i would have yeah. been done with him i had something similar with a friend and this was when i was in just out of high school now you could drink when you were 18 back then mm-hmm. and the guy was just an alcoholic who loved to fight and don't get me wrong. I love to fight too, but I didn't drink much at that time. I never drank much. Uh, I had go through spikes where I'll drink more than other times, or I'll mm-hmm. become a social drinker if I'm trying to get out and about, or if I'm stressed, but then I realized this isn't good. And after a week or two, I've stopped, you know, I won't do anything, but he just liked to do it. And it was getting worse and worse. And after his, a, a third arrest for fighting and he beat wow. somebody up pretty badly and uh, funnily enough i was involved in a couple of them with him but i wasn't arrested it was always those guys we were clearly defending ourselves and we had witnesses and cops weren't called and they just asked us to leave and they were friend. you know it was a different thing but he was not he was clearly getting out of control Right. And I tell him, it's like, man, I, I can't hang out with you anymore. You're unpredictable and you're getting worse. You're not getting better. And we, we've talked about this. I don't know why you're picking on me. I thought we were friends. Like, I'm not picking on you. And we are friends. That's why I'm talking to you. Mm-hmm. If we weren't friends, I wouldn't say anything. You know, and then he, then he got mad at me, got his feelings hurt. And I was like, whatever, shrug. And that was the last time I ever talked to that dude. Right. That was a very long time ago. I was like 19 years old so and we and we were only become friends after you know a few months so it wasn't wasn't a big loss to me he was clearly not somebody i knew but we got along real well except for that but that is definitely (laughs) a deal breaker except for that one thing yeah except for that two things the drinking and the constant fight he was always up for a fight was he just a street fighter did he actually practice anything no, no, I was doing uh, kung fu at the time, and uh, he he was a uh, he had some little boxing stuff, but he was raw. But he hit like a mule. He was one of the hardest hitters I've ever seen, even to this day. And he was just one of those natural athletes. He was uh, naturally muscular and fast, um, really good right. ball player, and he just had that going for him. So when he when he hit you, there was no doubt about it. There were many one punch knockouts I saw at his hands. What even I don't even call those fights. Which, right. 
somebody jumping in his face and threatening him and you could see him twitch starting he would just whack and then that would be it it was i know that sounds dumb people are totally different now and it was but yeah i think this is a rural cowboy area and a lot of people go out back then just to get in fight yeah that was it and it's so surreal to me now that's the dumbest thing ever that's how you end up going to jail becoming crippled going to the hospital having problems weapons were almost never pulled back then there were no right. guns that, and that, no... that's the where i draw the line is it's not the same culture anymore so people no get their feelings hurt and they try to stab right. you or shoot you yeah no enough, so. you, you just a lot of times you'd make friends with somebody you just knocked the tooth out of them and you you know broke their nose or they broke your that, that doesn't happen now but back then he was getting more and more out of control and right. i just had to say i can't do this anymore and uh he, mm-hmm. he really he wouldn't talk to me much after that at all he was just got his feelings hurts and that was that so there you go but a similar oh, wow. kind of thing which is why i bring it up yeah it's uh, I, I tried to be as nice as i could but what do you yeah. gonna do i wasn't changing my mind about it yeah yeah that yeah. that whole situation i can see that multiple times where people are try to get friendly with me and then i i see that i see that you're essentially trying to, try to drag me into whatever nonsense you're getting into and right they're just looking for the bud a sidekick they're not looking for a, a friend somebody to hang with they're looking to they want to do what they want to do and they want you to help them and that's kind of what he was doing because he knew i was game right. to fight willing participants you know who was all about that and i, I like mm-hmm. doing it and they were it, it was a mutual combative kind of thing and i was all about that but i wasn't about picking on people or making people feel bad or amping up the violence i wasn't doing that i was just testing my stuff that's all i wanted right. to do and in 1985 in the rural south that was fine <laughs> you know, yeah. nobody had an issue with that you got out of the way you didn't hurt people didn't break stuff and it was good uh it stopped when somebody gave up or somebody was knocked out and that was it in a parking lot or in the dirt or in the sand or something nobody cared but yeah. Now that's not a thing. You you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely severe consequences yes. now with that for most yes. part. Yes, forever. Yeah. Know, the, um, I will say romantically, I, I have had the misfortune to date many many people, all women, since I'm a heterosexual male, and <laughs> I knew that I have to say that now. That's another thing you never have to say that. 40 years ago or 35 mm. years ago it was implied. But I, I have to say that now even though we've said it on other podcasts but i'm mentioning now i have known when dating other women and i'm not going to say i'm just going to leave it with relationships i'm not going to say with dates we went over that uh, with mm-hmm. uh, red flags and black flags but with dates where a re- relationship was established and i knew it was on me wasn't them i knew nope I, I can't do this anymore or it's done. Mm-hmm. One is I was super ill and we were living together and I couldn't get out of bed. Doctor wanted me to go to the hospital, couldn't do anything, couldn't move. I was in bed for six weeks. She checked on me twice and she screamed at me once for ha- asking for me asking them to hold it down because I was super sensitive to light and sound. And um, and I knew then that was like, we can't not make noise. It's like, I'm not asking not to make noise. I'm just asking you to make less. And 
then I, I, did, I think I only did it less than a handful of times over a six week period. I would only do it when it got really, really bad. And I knew then I'm like, yeah, this is done. It's just a matter of time. And mm-hmm. that, that one, that, it, that was time when like nine people died from the same thing I had. It was, it was very severe. It did almost kill me. I lost 25 pounds of muscle. I have to go to the bathroom once in several weeks and I passed out on the toilet. I was dehydrated and the effort made my blood pressure drop and I passed out and I woke up with my legs. I had to crawl back to bed. My legs were numb and uh, it, it was really bad. It felt bad. It was so bad. My, the, my brain swollen my head and I couldn't see uh, because of the pressure on my optic nerves, my brain tissue that did decrease, but it was really, and I knew, I knew that that person didn't care about it, me at all. I had suspected for years, but that was like, I knew then that was it. That was right. That she didn't care about me at all. Yeah. I was not, I never had that to that severe severity of it. Um, I think the biggest was, I've had a couple, it's kind of the same situation with me over and over when I see a reoccurring theme of them being a screw up or always blaming everything around them instead of just putting it on themselves, being accountable for their own problems. Uh, for example, uh, one girl, she, I, was da- I started dating her and she had one job. And then while dating within a month, she had another job. And then another month go by, she got a different job. And then she takes, you know, she's always, and she well, always they, has a reason why she gets fired. She oh, always has some it wasn't nonsense like reason. She wasn't like getting lucky and finding better jobs. No, 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 she, no. she had to find other jobs. Yeah. yeah. And by the end of it, she was a tequila girl working her way to try to be a stripper. And I was like, okay, I got to get out of here. <laughs> this is, yeah. <laughs> this is crazy. Dating strippers is typically not a good idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would certainly do it. Uh, although I have to admit, your dear old dad has done that. But right. only just you got to experience it once, even if it was only <laughs> for two weeks. Like, I, this is this is dumb. I did it. I'm out. You know, it was it was interesting. Mm-hmm. And it was a classic stripper on uh, Bourbon Street. There was no relationship. But I'll tell you, there was a thing then. And she did. She took me to Brennan's for a steak dinner. Super nice. Spent a lot of money on me, all this. But she wanted me to move in and all. The, and after a two week period, I was like, what? No, yeah. no, not not happening. And she was a little miffed at me, but that was okay. And I was like, mm-hmm. well, good luck. If, if you need anything or you're, you're in my area, you know, give me a call sometime. But, you know, I'm not moving in with you after two weeks. So that was that. Speaking of which, she wanted me to move in with her quite rapidly Quickly, as well. Maybe that that's is, a stripper thing. <laughs> I, I, uh, that's just a red flag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a red flag. And coupled with other things, the stripper, that's a black flag. So <laughs> You're right. Just FYI. Now, if you don't mind being extra legal and pimping her out, then that's fine. Right. <laughs> if you can, you can, but you shouldn't do that. Uh, you know, you, you, you're going to be her protector while she, you know, sells mm-hmm. herself. That's not cool. So you shouldn't do it. But the problem is she was really, really cool. And I remember uh, they usually are really she- cool except yeah, she was when they're not really then chill crazy yeah yeah that was like this one gorgeous really cool just super laid back until she wasn't yeah, yeah. she was always laid back it was just you're you're obviously a screw up like you just can't get your stuff together and i don't want to be a part of that like 
yeah, I don't you, I already have my own stuff. I'm trying to find yeah, somebody you, that can you would be constantly trying to help and fix her and you cannot right. somebody has to fix themselves. Yeah. So I remember trying to well not trying. She contacted me and I was like, you know, I remember I was having a really good time just hanging out. So I'll hang out with you. We went to IHOP or something and hung out. We watched a movie or something or went to some theater and I, I came back to her place. So she started taking up smoking pot and stuff. And I'm like, well, I gotta go. And she comes out, she comes out naked on me in the bathroom, looking at me like I'm about to, I need to start doing something with this. And I'm like, mm-hmm. so anyway, I'm going to go home now. <laughs> <laughs> That's a definite hard ego blow for them. Yeah. They're not used to that at all. Yeah. Especially a young dude that, that yeah. just like, you know, she knew exactly oh, what was going on. She already knows me. So she, she should have known as soon as she started smoking weed around me, I was out. Like that was a. Yeah, and I don't, I don't see that as a big deal, except it is illegal in some places still, and it can ruin. I just your don't life. like it. I don't like the smell of it, and I don't. It does like, stink. I don't care for yeah. it either. I don't. And I, I don't. just don't. I just don't hang out with people that do it. And she knew that, so you doing it and then expecting me to act some different way about it just because it's you, like no. Yeah, you're not an I exception. personally don't have a problem with the practice. You just have to understand the ramifications of it if you're if you're doing it. Yeah, I don't, but again, I, I don't, don't care. Yeah, I just I don't, don't have just don't hang out with those type of people because usually they're screw-ups there's, there's other issues it's not just yeah. you smoke pot right. right yeah you're not a bank manager and you happen to smoke pot on the weekends or every other right. evening you have other things going on as well mm-hmm. yeah that is generally the case yeah not to say that people that smoke pot are all screw-ups i guess right. i have to put that asterisk in there for people oh no they're not there's, feelings a, don't get there's hurt. a lot of people do that smoke that aren't yeah that's yeah. true most people who smoke aren't but when they're yeah. young, they're trying to get right. themselves together, and pot doesn't help do that. Just like alcohol right. doesn't help do that. Neither one. Yeah, the same thing. If you if you drink a lot, I don't hang out with you. Yeah, I mean that's all it is to it. Yeah, it's just if you're it's a, a social good... drinker depends on how what you define as social. Right. Because that's I've met big, some social drinkers. That... That's a big. That's a big range there. <laughs> yeah. Anytime you have one other person there, that's when you drink. Okay, that's social drinking. <laughs> you. Well, I make myself more social when I drink. That's how I define. It. <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 There's there's all it's a big range. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one is when this woman's boyfriend threw a large uh cinder block through the back window of my truck. I, I knew that was done there. Yeah. She didn't bother to tell me she had a boyfriend. Yeah. I cool. was spending the night. Yeah, even though she apologized and they were broken up and he just can't stay away and i'm like no no that that's not it doesn't happen that way something else is going on i'm not getting the full truth and then she admitted that yeah they were they were still kind of dating i'm like there you are you should have informed me of this before yeah i'll never understand dudes getting mad at other dudes for their women cheating i just don't but i did i did make him pay for my truck or i was going to send him to jail yeah yeah yeah, so well, at least you didn't yeah he's gonna get it fixed or he's going to jail i don't give a shit uh, mm-hmm. you know that's what i said well you don't even know who he is i said when the police ask you who he is and you don't tell them you will be in trouble you would do that to me i'm like you're doing it to me right so she was she was pretty mad yeah she just yeah didn't get it at all and i and then i realized i was just you being used to make him jealous she wasn't she was kind of interested in me. I was like the backup plan, but he was the primary plan and he wasn't towing her line. And then all this stuff as we talked. And so I was done. That was it. Mm-hmm. And we were, 
we were just getting to know each other. So I had no real emotional investment in her. And she was really nice looking and tried to be pleasant. She had a couple of a little personality mean streaks in her that I didn't care for too much. But I didn't know how deep or bad it was. It could have just been little quirks, which would have been fine. You know, everybody has their things. Right. And I never got to find out. But I knew then, nope, nope. And we had been dating off and on for oh, over a month, just over a month. But I I go very slow if I'm dating someone. Yeah. Now I haven't had to worry about that in quite some time. But you I'm know, very guilty of that. I've yeah, I go very slow, which frustrates them because I know they're dating other dudes. I don't even want to hear. Well, I'm not dating. Are we exclusive? I'm like, I don't know. Are we? Because <laughs> it's really up to you. Because I I I know I'm not. But how about you? And then they'll claim whatever they claim. But I know better. They always have one or two orbiters, people waiting in the wings in case this crashes or they may be doing it at the same time. And I'm not in a rush. I don't, or I never did chase them down and try to drag them back to my cave, like some caveman dude, or, or prove my love by having to contact them or just can't stay away from them. Nope. I was fine or, with you before I met or you. Bark all the other dudes away. Like, yeah, how like that's to do. ridiculous. I don't that. No, yeah. you, I want you to pick me as much as I'm going to pick you. I want us to get to know each other and know whether or not we're going to know if we're going to get along. That is it. Mm-hmm. That is really it. That's what the dating phase is about. And yeah, it's super weird seeing the, uh, the amount of men that will go through troubles for one woman. I'm like, you know, there's other women, right? Like you act yeah. like this is the only one. Right. Saying, right. It's, and it's, not. it's much tougher when you're a younger man, but around 35 37 the tables turn and it gets far easier i just don't, i know I, maybe it's a personal thing i just ne- i've never had an issue with that of getting a girl so it's like it's never been yeah oh, a lot I, of guys I'll never I'll, I'll i'll be in a dry spell for years if right you know, i don't a know lot of guys thinking. i don't know what yeah a lot of guys would hate on you for that and and it's because you got have a good part personality and and you know put yourself i don't have a good personality i'm an asshole i really am (laughs) you're the kind you're the kind of person though that women like to talk to you know and you're not an asshole you're really a nice guy but you have asshole tendencies which i have to take credit for but the thing (laughs) is (laughs) because i noticed that you're a lot like me you know where to draw a line and you don't talk deviate from that because you know you don't need to tolerate you know why you have a line and you understand yeah. that anybody who crosses it a particular way, they've done that. You didn't do that. That's a boundary right. for you. And and that's how I do myself. And I'm sure you pick that up uh, for me because I, I found that unusual for me. I don't I won't say ugly things about you, but I know this whole relationship has changed. And that's what we're talking about now. If you cross yeah. that light, if you, if you cross a certain thing, you're done. And I'll tell you one, you threaten and that this has happened to me on several occasions in my life, remember I'm 55. So I've had a long dating history since, since I was 18. I never dated in high school because I was ugly and girls didn't like me. But <laughs> I went after I, after I got out, the older I got, the more appealing I became and I got a better personality. So that was help helpful. But mm-hmm. as time went on anytime, and I'll say this cops are called for a fight or a woman, if you're a dude, or if you're a woman and a dude threatens to call the police to get you to do what mm. they want mm. you to do, and they're serious. They're not 
mm. just messing with you. It's not a joke or it's not just like, aha, okay. but if they're serious, I'm going to call the police. Or if you don't do this, I'm going to call the police. Or if this, and it's not, you're not threatening them or being violent. It's quite the opposite. They're using law enforcement to bully you into a particular behavior. You're done. And that's happened to me on three occasions in my life. It's and never they couldn't me, believe like, oh no, I'm going to call the police. I said, because we're having an argument and I'm disagreeing with you. I haven't threatened you or made any physical move or tried to do anything. And she goes, you're just not getting it. You're going to, oh no, I'll, I'll save you the trouble. And walked out the door, left. Definitely done it. Yeah, I could definitely see that. I cannot even imagine. Oh yeah. Dudes and there is, and I'm tell you. And I'm sure they do. When I, and I've shown up on domestic calls Anytime the police are called, your relationship is over. I don't care what you think. I don't care yeah. what, how much you love them. I don't care what y'all have, how many kids you have together, if you're in business together. All of the above does not matter. Your relationship is over because somebody went outside of it to get you to do what they what wanted you to do. do, do. Even and, and, of course, if you did physical violence upon them, your relationship yeah, is over anyway. Obviously. So, even if the police call is justified, your relationship is over. But definitely, yeah. if it's not, that means they're yeah. going outside. It was a used in a way to manipulate yes. the situation. And, and they then, don't care about you. They only care yeah. about them. And they're willing to destroy you to do it. Yeah. Uh, my advice, don't talk to them ever again. Get an attorney. Yeah. If you got to talk to them through them, be done with it. And that's, what, that's happened to me three separate occasions. They threatened with sincerity to call. One picked up the phone and was dialing. I was walking out the door say whatever you want yeah. i'm not going to be here and i didn't do anything except disagree with you and not budge and i did have a woman try to stab me once and i just took the knife from her and walked out the door <laughs> you date crazy women that's the problem i thought i dated crazy you, women you date crazy i've women. dated a bunch of women and some of them are bound to be crazy it's just the odds <laughs> but yeah, and I, I, I will never say said, I haven't dated a lot of women because I, I try to keep it very. That's smart if you can do it, but you don't know they're I crazy until relationships in. Yeah, you don't know they're crazy until they show the crazy. It's not like they wear signs. I will say this, and this got me thinking well, about it. This is a little bit of a this is a little bit of a tangent, but uh, Lauren told me once she was like, men say all the time that they don't hop, um, they don't hop around, or they're not as promiscuous, and it's not that great of a thing to say that as a man because men don't have any other choice because it's the woman that can be promiscuous. And I was like, you know what? That's actually a legitimate thing. She is right. Say. And that's yeah, why, it, and that's it's why it's not really a benefit for me to say that I've been in long relationships because men no, have to be in long relationships. You're not bragging. You're just stating right. facts. I say, yeah. but she is right about that. And I'm really surprised and pleased that she admitted that women can get, yeah. uh, what, Oh, intimate bedroom fun very easily. Yeah, she knows. Well, that. men have to work for it. That's why it's no big deal if a woman messes around a lot. In fact, that's why she's looked down upon usually, not only by other women because they can't trust her around their man, but by men show that you're not discriminatory at all. You, yeah. you don't you don't care about yourself or others, so they don't want to just be bothered with you know an individual. It usually not always, but usually indicate some kind of psychological issue they're trying to work through or, or personality quirk they have to deal with. And as a man, you don't want to be dating a woman like that has to you know, deal with that. So, but as a man, if you can date a bunch of women, you're usually seen as a catch because that means a bunch of women 
want to be with you, which is unusual for a man. So yeah, that means you're think, a, uh, one of the top ones that all of them would want. So, and that's why people, it's not a, it's not a, a bigotry thing or a slut shaming. A, yeah. It's not slut shaming. It's simple uh, human behavior understanding yeah. and the way people look at things on both sides. Now you can rationalize and talk yourself out of it, but that's yeah. it. And I'll say this, that is one of the things I knew a potential relationship was over. I was starting to date this woman and she was telling me about all the guys, other guys she was also dating at the same time. And I thought she was that we, brazen about that. Huh? Oh, she, she did was... not care. She was very good looking, had been for a while, always had men orbiting around her, was a model for a while, all this, but she was getting older and didn't realize it. And I'm thinking, you don't know what your kind of guy you like. Why am I here? And I just stopped wanting to see her we had a good time it was fun and i decided we're going to be friends and that's that and we've yeah. and that's how it's said and she never understood it never understood like you're having you're dating four other dudes while you're trying to get to know me you're not trying to get to know me i don't i don't know what you're up to but i know you're not trying to date me you're, we're just friends then that's fine but we're not going to be anything other than friends and that that's one did it for me i just don't understand the mental capacity that juggle four people or five people or however many i just well you know she much. didn't too much work she didn't say it blatantly like that she was just mentioning the other guy she saw just last week yesterday another date she's going on and then i realized added it up in my head and like what am i doing <laughs> like she she's really not that in, it's okay to date other people but we had been we had known each other a while and i thought she'd be like pruning them away like i really like you let's see if this will no quite the opposite it's like she was acquiring more like a little kid trying to get more marbles because he likes marbles and that's she fine eventually every day of the week she can get her dinner paid for so that's pretty nice yeah yeah I, and and i you know that wasn't an issue to her but that doesn't matter you know she right. she wasn't she wasn't a dinner chaser she wasn't like that she i liked her in a lot of regards except i knew that I wasn't somebody that was high on her list of somebody that she wanted to be with. And maybe in her mind I was, mm -hmm. but, but I really, in my mind, no, it, you know, if you want to date this person, especially after, you know, several weeks, you, you, you usually start telling, no, I'm busy. I want to see this guy, you, the other people you want to see. No, I'm busy. I got something. Else. And no, no, it never, it never slowed down. Never. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know if it was a thing she was doing, like to let me know how in demand she was. And I had to work harder, that old school thing, because she was a, a girl of the late 80s, early 90s. She was probably six years younger than me. But doesn't matter. Doesn't yeah. matter. We weren't we weren't in our 20s. She definitely wasn't in her 20s. So. <laughs> it, yeah, I think the. um to bring it to the i think the craziest one i had was um when we got into arguments and this was the most political politically strife one i guess you could say the one i argued the most about political values and stuff uh and, but the problem is when she she was very emotional with her belief systems even though there were errors with it and when That's she why got there are errors she got she upset emotional. easily yeah she, she got based upset them on feelings when instead she upset, of Logic. She would scream and cry while screaming. And we are, we're living together. We have neighbors. So I mean, I'm like, it sounds like I'm beating you the way you're arguing with me. Yeah, you you know can't what I mean? talk like, to somebody like that. I need you to calm down. And 
she, she would just say crazy things. I remember one, the biggest I, crazy. I'm going to give you a hint. Said, Telling a woman to calm down never works. Ever. Oh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> That's quite but the opposite. But I'm trying to reason. I'm like, you know, do you understand what you sound like to anybody outside of these walls? You sound like you're getting beat to death right now mm-hmm. just because you're arguing with me. Like you, mm-hmm. you need to calm down. It's I don't need the cops over here thinking I'm beating you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's not going to look good for anybody. Um, I just remember the most blatant one she had was we were talking about uh, talking about something with uh, with black people and their rights and everything, and she was talking about the oppre- their, how oppressed they are. And I was like, she kept talking like it was like super exaggerated numbers. I'm like, how many black people do you think are in America? And she was like, fifty percent at least. And I'm like. No, it's it's like 12 to 13 percent. And she just could not accept it. So I eventually had to look it up on my phone and show it to her. And after that, she get mad because I proved it to her while she was arguing with me about it. I'm like, yeah, how else are we going to get a conversation going if we don't even use facts here? Like, what are we talking about? Well, that's 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 what made her mad. You were using facts and that's not acceptable in an argument. (laughs) (laughs) It's just the way you're arguing like you're you're very emotional about this. And of course, that gets me a little riled up because I don't know why you're yelling at me like right. this about this. Yeah. So I'm sure I was feeding into yeah, that. Yeah. If even you though care I was about them, you get you get worked up too. Now, if you don't care, you don't get worked up because you don't care what they think, you know. But right. if you care about them, you get worked up too. That is. Yeah, I'm sure I fed into it. I raised thing. my voice more than I wanted to, but mm-hmm. I, I'm like, I remember just my ears ringing afterwards, and I'm like, this is unnecessary. Like, like, like you went to is... a concert. With... <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. what if we? Why? Why is this so intense? I just knew that. I was like, I had to get out of this. This is. This is toxic. Yeah, that's, it's done. Yeah, because you, yeah. y'all were different people and that kind of communication, it's not going to improve. It's just going to yeah. get worse. So, yeah, that, that's a good one. I'll tell you another one. And it was an, one of the long term ones. I came home one day and we weren't getting along. We were fighting about all sorts of stuff. But rather than talk it out, and I was trying to improve or figure out why I'd be done, but I was working all the time. Came back, gone. Everything gone. I mean, that, mm-hmm. that's a clue, if nothing else. But I knew before then, because she made a big deal. I, now, remember, I was working probably 12, 14 hours a day, six, seven days a week, occasional day off. And even then, she'd make a big deal about cooking something. Mm-hmm. And i like, she wasn't working. She didn't want to work, never wanted to work. And I was okay with that. Like, oh, just, you know, maintain the household and make sure that, I don't have to do more work when I get home other than stuff that you can't do, you know, and I'm right. okay. No, I mean, cooking something and, and keeping the house clean. Now remember she's in the house all the time, not me. And just doing it for herself was a big deal. And I, yeah. And I'm thinking, no bueno. what is wrong with this picture? Well, this is something that teenagers do. Yeah. You can't uh, even do the minimum. Do. Oh, yeah, like take care you're of your supposed area. to have a ticker tape parade for cooking something for yourself and me, just adding extra ingredients and not having dishes in the sink. That's supposed to be a big deal or, you know, doing clothes. You got to do your clothes, too. In fact, you went through more clothes than me. Throwing my clothes in there, too, is not a big deal. It, you know, it, and, and you're doing nothing else. I mean, the rest of the time she was visiting friends and family and doing whatever she wanted, which was nothing 99% of the time. And I'm, and like, why is this a thing? And I asked her that and she lost it on me screaming. And I, you don't understand. And I work, I, I said, you do what I would have to do. I do anyway, when you weren't here, what, and it would take me 15 minutes 
so right. what's the you know what's the big deal maybe an hour a day. out of the day maybe. an hour on a, on a weekend to do my clothes you know and, yeah. and when i get home i'll just cook something in 15 minutes and have it and then clean up after myself i'm just asking you to do that for you and me one meal for when i'm here when i can yeah. get back that's it that's all I, I packed my own lunches i did cleaned up all my own stuff she never did any of that for me never got up in the morning with me you know not, that stuff the old school and i never asked her to do it and i didn't care i just reflected on it later but the thing is and that was the beginning i knew i was like she does another one does not care i am here to be a resource and how dare i expect her to act like an adult in any other regard yeah. and i knew that i that i that what it was but I, we were both young but i'm like this is ridiculous yeah i've never had to been in that situation where I'm, I'm providing and they're not so i would definitely take that as a cue if they're not actually at least because at the most you have to get up with me and you spend maybe an hour a day doing house stuff yeah, you could at and least that just, would be a little excessive probably yeah you could <laughs> at least just be appreciative that'd be nice but no right. it was like i'd be come home what are you doing here like i live here don't i you know that that kind of thing mm -hmm. like you know what what do we have to eat it's like well you just got in the door give me a second you know and angry about it i'm like okay and it was late like why and i'm thinking i didn't say it i'm thinking why didn't you have something cooked already it you've had all you've been here all day long unless you weren't and then what were you doing right. you know right. <laughs> so uh it's just it's just little stuff that just shows you don't matter you're a pain give me your money and go away and why am i talking to you why are you asking me questions why are you holding me accountable for anything and um yeah those were the typical fights and the thing is i would i wouldn't ask for extraordinary or extravagant things just basic stuff just stuff so yeah. that i could do what i needed to do yeah it was it was nuts yeah uh I wonder what it would be like the other way around if I if I had to be a um a house husband. I just genuinely can't. I'll tell you not. what what would happen if you'd be a house husband. You'd be kicked in the street because they're generally <laughs> not tolerated. Yeah, generally not tolerated. Just uh just happy smile on my face all the time. Probably yeah. make her upset because I'm always happy. I don't have to do yeah. anything. Oh, yeah. all day. What you want for dinner, honey? And have it cooked <laughs> like a chef, you know, and everything done perfectly. And yeah, like why not? <laughs> i got plenty of time i'll yeah. spend two hours why why not right right yeah. yeah oh well it's interesting to see that way about it I, and i'm sure there is some weird psychological problems with it they they feel like they're toting to you and and you know no it's just the way doting, it's just the way expectation gender expectations are regardless of what people claim it's that same thing if you're not a man providing resources you're useless that's right. that's just the way american society is if you're not doing something for somebody else as a man you are useless yeah you notice, pretty much anytime somebody says man up they expect you to tolerate abuse or something yeah they accept that you is exactly, some yeah some you're terrible supposed thing. to suffer that's what man yeah. up means suffer why aren't you suffering man up yeah. why aren't you taking suffering silence is more yeah. to it as yeah. well right yeah why aren't you taking this person's abuse you need to man up like wait a minute why don't you take some of my abuse you know yeah. <laughs> no 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 that's yeah that's it, yeah it, it's all yeah nobody should be abusing anybody that's my thing 
Nobody should be abusing anybody. That's a pretty reasonable standard to have. You would think, but it's definitely <laughs> frowned upon that, mm -hmm. that whole thought when you identify, especially when you identify, if it's abuse when I do it to you, it's abuse when you do it to me. That is yeah. generally frowned upon. And that's how I kind of look at it. That's how I know somebody who genuinely cares about me and or not. They, they are expecting extraordinary things from me and almost nothing from themselves. Or if I'm, they see me as a burden and I'm doing everything I can and I'm constantly improving, how am I a burden? If it weren't for me, what would you be doing? And, and not to say you couldn't be doing something else, but I'm not getting something here. But that just shows I'm not thinking the same way they are. They're, they're, they obviously have an agenda and I'm not with it. And if that's yeah. the case, then I need to go away. Yeah. And, and that's generally when I knew when I identify that in some behavior or some activity, I'm done. I just know I don't need to be around here anymore. And I'll tell you, I don't care how much I care for them, how much I love them, what I'm thinking, I will pick up my stuff and go away. Yeah. I don't care how much it hurts me because I know it will only get worse for both of us. Unfortunately, that's very true. I've had to do that a couple of times. So yeah, I will bring it to a uh, business area though. I think the one that I'll draw my line real quick is um, messing with my money or messing with my time or hours, my schedule. Oh yeah. Uh, well, that, that's what you work for. That's happened yeah. to me twice. And I've just dipped immediately. Like, yeah. nope. Yep. Not having this but, happen. Yeah. Next time they do that, you complain to the department of labor in your state and make them pay you what they should have paid you. Don't, don't tolerate yeah. it because they're stealing from you and mm -hmm. and somebody actually should be going to jail for that there should be yeah. charges filed because if you were to steal from them as an employee they'd be calling the cops on you trust me so definitely call the department of labor on them if they withhold or don't pay your check in time and quit yeah don't tolerate it at all because the first time you tolerate it it gets worse every time and it's the same and that's a definitely the same one mine is i'm working for somebody and I know I'm doing exactly what they asked me to do and doing it better than what they envisioned because they didn't really know what they were asking. They just wanted a result. But they changed their mind once they saw the result and it didn't have the impact that they wanted to. And then they blame me for it. And it happens over and over and over. Or I've been working there a long time and they believe somebody else about me doing some behavior that I clearly wouldn't do. And they just believe them because of some political connection done just a matter of time yeah yeah because it's just going to get worse if you if you try to if you try to deceive or manipulate me or you don't know what's going on but you won't let me handle what i need to i'm done with you yeah it's a pretty reasonable standard again yeah i think the um one of the worst egregious ones was uh i was doing an interview but i was doing a ride by side or whatever they have or it was a delivery company and I was supposed to be riding with the driver and I rode with them for 12 hours that day. And I helped them the entire time. And after the, the next day, the guy called me up and said, yeah, it's just not going to work out. So I'm like, Whoa, so you're not going to pay me for that day of work that I just did is essentially what's happening because I helped your driver the entire time. Mm -hmm. And the guy was like arguing with me about it. I'm like, Hey man, it simply is that you're trying to get free labor out of people and you're probably hiring and you know getting somebody to help this person every day and then you're just telling them the next day it's not going to work out 
Oh, that set him so on I, fire. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's he was really pissed off at me, but I'm like, uh-huh. hey, I know you owe me money, and and I can I can take this two ways about it, you know. So he's like, well, come over here, I'll get you your money, and I went and I went over there and, and uh, confronted the guy about it, and he paid me out, and he really didn't say anything too much else about it, but everybody else was giving me the stink eye there, so I'm sure he was talking crap about me the whole time. Sure. Is what yeah. it is, man. You have no idea what he said. Guy... That's, a, that's another one. Deceitful talking. Same yeah. thing with me. They've known me for a long, long time, but they're going to believe somebody else telling stories instead of me. Right. And I've never lied to them about anything. And I don't, I might tell you something you don't want to hear, but it won't be a lie. And, mm-hmm. that, and that's the thing. And they know that, but they would rather believe that I would do that rather than ask me, did you, Hey, you know what so-and-so said? I had one person ask me that. And instead of going, that guy lied to me and be angry about it, but they were angry at me and wanted to do something to me, some kind of disciplinary stuff. And when I told him that's not what happened and I explained it, he was like, that makes more sense because that's something you would do. I'm like, yes, that is something I would do because I did it. I said, so he lied about me. What are you going to do to him? And then they just said nothing. Mm-hmm. You know? And uh, yeah, that, that and that I knew I knew then. And if there's no, that was just those particular things. You know, there were many, many other things said about me. He said about oh, me course. that were lies that colored people's view of me and now i could all of a sudden do nothing right you know yeah, all, you know and anything i did was twisted in their minds because now it was tainted and that's when you know you need to get out of there get out of there doesn't matter hang on as you know plan your escape don't just quit immediately but get out of there because i'll tell you yeah. they're gaining the benefit of your knowledge and you helped them during that time and they're they're rather listen to somebody else who obviously is deceitful and manipulative let them have that person doesn't matter how good they are. It's going to backfire and they're going to pay for it. It's just yeah. going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand that. I don't, I never got to the point where people were talking bad. I just never got into the gossip thing. I just don't care enough. Like I don't, yeah, really it wasn't gossip. It was truly work performance related issues gotcha. you know, that never happened before. And now all of a sudden, you know, with this individual, it was, yeah, but it turns into gossip in the back, you know, that backdoor right. stuff, you know, but I'm, I was confronted about workplace stuff, but I know it was tainted through, got through other conversations and meetings and things like that. So that's what I'm saying. When you have that happen, time to go. That's when I knew time done, even though it took me a while to extricate myself, but it doesn't matter. You know, it's, you're done. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they got their money's worth from me that last bit, but that's all. They never got extra and they never, there was many things I could have helped with and just decided not to because they weren't paying me for, for that. <laughs> <laughs> I could have made it a lot better for them and decided and I declined and they didn't even know what I was thinking about because that wasn't their thing. Yeah. Uh, I was, I'm trying to think of a family one that I can relate this to. So, but I mean, the closest one I have is, um, mom's dad is us not talking to him anymore just him Your grandfather yeah. yeah messing up way too many times about just everything yeah, he came he very close to being in a bad way with me one time and yeah uh, and then he kind of knew he can't go there anymore but he resented the hell out of it because i called him on it and of course mom it being her father she gave him way more tries than she should have sure. uh, with but of course it's her dad. So she's going to try, but I was like, every time she said he was going to be somewhere, I'm like, well, I'm just not going to be there then. Cause that guy's not worth my time. He really isn't. I don't want to even want to talk to him. He's every time he's unpleasant to be around. Right. She's not. 
an event, and and it always falls back to eventually you can't nobody can be here. He says something truly yeah. nasty or insulting or does something way over the line of of disrespect and you're yeah like, he literally says things just to try to get people to mm-hmm. say something to him and i don't mm-hmm. like you're you aren't it's not like you're a a fighter or a really in shape dude it's not like if i really wanted to i couldn't do anything to you you understand this right like yeah well, you're he, an old he man he knows you're not <laughs> going to do anything he just wants to make you angry and laugh yeah. about it he's just that kind of person he's just yeah. that kind of person yeah oh well well, we'll see. One day I run into him. Maybe I get to break his knees if he says something. No, no you don't, don't do anything like that. <laughs> uh, I won't. Yeah, best thing to do there is just let him know that they're they're nothing to you because they've made yeah. themselves that way. I highly doubt I'll run into this guy ever. So. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's a shame too. But you know, he 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 constructed that. Yeah. You know, much like our other people, you know, they're over a certain behavior, you know, okay, it's done. I've, I've given you so many chances or you've reached a, you've crossed a boundary line that I can't, I can't tolerate anymore. I can't forgive. Even if I forgive you in my heart, I can't allow it to continue. So we're done. Right. Yeah, I think we gave, gave some good examples. So uh, what is our this topic next week? Do you recall? Uh, tips on improving your life, essentially. Yeah. Being better. What do you do? on a day-to-day or weekly basis or what routine or habit you have inculcated into your lifestyle or behavior or activities that you do to improve yourself, uh, whether mentally, physically, socially, your surroundings, whatever it is, uh, educate, whatever it is, what do you do to improve mm-hmm. yourself? We've been discussing some negative things. So we need to get out of that a little bit. And, and everybody yeah. has their little rituals or things they do or I say everybody, most people do, to try to make themselves, even if it's to make yourself mentally tougher or to or to make yourself physically better or emotionally better, it doesn't matter. What do you do? Maybe we can give some tips to people because we're different people. And I know we've we created different routines and habits for ourselves to make our lives better and try to improve our lives and ourselves on a day-to-day basis. So that's what we're talking about next week. So thank you for listening and we'll talk to you soon. Take care. Peace.